I try to be tough But I just wanna be loved But I'm living in the city Where love is nothing but a liability When niggas say they feeling me, I always do believe them And I let them feel on me, pretending that this evening could be late Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is Chicago-based hip-hop artist Fury. Thank you so much for making time for me, Fury. All right, thank you for having me. I have to say it's interesting because when I first heard of you, I immediately went to your name and thought that that might inform me, might tell me a little bit of something about your rap style. But what I heard about you first and foremost was this like wavy, jazzy type of hip-hop, laid back, smooth, and it didn't translate to the name fury right but then when i heard you over some of these more electronic beats with this band that you've been working with pulling shapes that's when i was like yeah makes sense that her name is fury yes we'll get into that in a little bit but first tell me about your introduction to music you grew up with soulful music around Absolutely. you. Absolutely, yes, yeah. My uh, my grandfather had a church on the west side, um, and so it was always soulful, gospel, and then my dad was really into, you know, Osley Brothers, even Jimi Hendrix, Pink Floyd, and my mom was more Anita Baker and, you know, um, James Taylor, so it was a good mix. Um, I always knew Michael Jackson, Prince. 90s came around, hip-hop all the time, and I really fell in love with um, Queen Latifah was just one of my main, you know, influences, and... And she was everywhere from movies to TV to music. And um, she just had this force um, and you just believed her. She was the truth. And that's what I thought you had to be. And then growing up, I would see more of I would see Lil' Kim and then I would see Eve and Rod Digger, Missy Elliott, Left Eye. And these were just women who just commanded your attention and they had messages they just had very strong messages were um just very secure within themselves and it really helped me as far as confidence and um i never thought i'd be a rapper i was very shy growing up didn't talk much but i loved writing i loved poetry and i started off writing poetry um and i just felt like something was missing and at school, you know, people would just try to freestyle and then make beats and things like that. And when when the beat got involved, it was a rap. It was a rap. It's a whole um, new ball game. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I would just write, you know, during class. <laughs> and um, and then I just got into the studio probably when I was about 18, 19. And I would just ask myself, you know, what do you hear? You know, when you hear yourself rap, and I was just like, man, you sound mad. <laughs> you sound, because it was just, I would just rap so forceful. That's where the name Fury came from. And, you know, and I said it at first. Absolutely. And I just, you know, when people hear it now, they're just like, oh, yeah. But I do, I do have like jazzy laid back cuts because um, I love jazz. I'm a huge uh, Ella Fitzgerald fan. And, I just love music like that that calms you. But um, at the same time, I just I, I just love, you know, straight spitting, just straight hardcore. I you like know, that. I don't get too cute on the mic. I don't do a lot of cute <laughs> stuff with my voice and I don't really auto tune it. I just like, you know, just straight rap. When you were listening off the artists who you appreciate and who really piqued your interest in being able to rhyme, you mentioned Queen Latifah. And there's a reason why Queen Latifah is Queen Latifah. She's the queen. Lauren Hill, certainly more conscious. You also mentioned, though, Little Kim. Absolutely. And though Little Kim, undoubtedly one of the best to ever spit, definitely had a different message from a Lauren Hill and a Queen Latifah. Definitely. So I'm wondering, as you started developing 
and as an MC, and you started to think about what type of message you wanted to put out in the world, considering you've been listening to artists from Rod Digger to everyone up and down the dial, how did you decide on what type of artist you would be and what type of message you wanted to put out there? Well, um, the great thing about hip hop, at least back in the day, um, you would get exposed. Like if you were saying something and you really weren't about that life, you, they would expose you and they would drag you through the trenches um, and you would get dealt with. And I was a huge Lil' Kim fan, but I was also like 13, 14 and I had done none of the stuff, <laughs> nowhere near none of the stuff she was talking about. Right. And I would try to write raps like that. I'm not going to lie. I would try to get like real raunchy and explicit, but I couldn't even get the words out. I could write them, but I couldn't rap them. And I'm just like, they will expose you. They will. You you do none of that. You're not that kind of girl. And so it was just like, be true to yourself, who you are, your experiences, and that was just the main thing is just respecting how real hip hop was. And it still is at the heart of it. It's got commercialized. But, you know, it's still those people who, who will expose you and who want the real you because it comes out. People can tell. You are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Justin Menendez, my in-studio guest, is Chicago hip-hop artist, Fury. But let's talk about Full Circle with Pool and Shapes, and this is where I heard more of that aggressive delivery, and this is where the name Fury made sense. Tell me about how this project came together and how you started rhyming over these different instrumentals and sounds different than I had heard you rhyme over before. Well, um, I was at a show watching my girl Gorilla DJ um, at Cairo's Ale House in West Chicago and she saw me in the crowd and she was just like, she cut her set early by like four minutes and she was like, I got my girl Fury here and she had one of my instrumentals because she's DJ for me before and she put it on and she had me perform. So just for her last you know few minutes, um, so I got up there, rocked the mic, um, um, so after I got off stage, I was outside, you know, getting some air and this guy came up to me and he's just like, you know, me and my brother, we make beats and and we do EDM music. And I wasn't sure what that was at the time. Um, but he was just like, yeah, if you wanted to get us your vocals, you know, we can remix some stuff and, you know, we can do something. So I was just like, OK, why not? I always got vocals sitting around just for DJs who want to mix stuff. And I sent it to him. And then they actually listened to my mixtape called The Pain, which I released in 2013. And um, so these were just older recordings, you know, but it was still me. But they built the the beat around my voice and, you know. It was amazing because he's just listening to my vocals and he's just feeling it. You know, you That's got, um, yeah, you got Steve and CJ and they're, they're brothers. And so they would just sit around and just come up with these amazing, amazing beats. And when I heard it, what they came up with, I'm like, man, this is something you will hear like in, in Blade. You know, one of those movies, just something that high energy, somebody's getting their butt kicked. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I love, I love stuff like that. So is Pulling Shapes just old vocals with these new tracks? Right, right. Yeah. That's and they wild. just, they just remix it and it's just like and um, it fits so well it did it did and then i think like the idea with full circle um i just thought of it you know i travel a lot on planes and things like that and i just remember being in the air just listening 
the actual full circle track, um, it just had that vibe. You know what I mean? How how everything comes back around um, full circle and how you meet people and go through experiences. But, you know, it's, it's never really done. You know what I mean? Some yeah. things like tie into each other. And it's been happening a lot, especially this year. So that's why I came up with the title of that. And I asked them, like, did, did, did they like the title? And they're like, oh, absolutely. Perfect. It was just perfect. Ain't got to worry. It'll all come around full circle. Yeah, uh, full circle. For the people who know that I'm mine, it's an awful thing to waste. Know that 80 proof, 90 proof's an awful thing to taste. So they chase it or they mix it. When either way, they thoughts conflicted. Another day you choose to kick it, be another day you lose, and all your movements is restricted. Cause this is to the people who know it can be different. Now let's talk about that track full circle. Not only do you believe things end up coming around, whether it's the folks you meet, opportunities that present themselves, you also have a message in here where you're essentially saying you ain't got to worry. It will all come full circle. Right. So it's sounds like to me not only are you saying what comes around goes around but you're like this too might pass this right. too shall pass absolutely. you'll get through this don't worry it's gonna come full circle absolutely because like one of my favorite songs um jimmy eat world in the middle you know what i mean that was some good stuff you right right and it's just like a lot of people are going through it right now and and it doesn't make sense and it's just like you don't know where you go where you're going or where you're going to end up and i was just like that you know what i mean i'm 29 but i just remember being 19 or early 20s um just not knowing if this is I'm doing the right thing. You know what I mean? A single mother, not sure if um, rap is something I should be focused on, if that's something I should concentrate on. Um, And especially this year, you know, or the past two years, everything has been saying, yes, you're on the right track because every show I do leads to something else. You know what I mean? Even the smallest shows, I did a show at a barbecue and my bass player ended up seeing me and put a whole band together for me. And now we're performing, I think, about two weeks after we started practicing together, um, we opened up for Rod Digger at Subterranean. One of the persons you, you, you were listening absolutely, to. Absolutely. And that's when I was just like, man, something big is going on here. Just do what you do. Don't try to control everything else. Just do what you do to the best of your abilities and it'll all come around. In this life, pain is complimentary, but see, experience is priceless. That's why I approach the mic with these medical devices. It's just to prove I'm the nicest. So you better think twice if you ever try to cause a rip. Can't help it if I'm different and you know to follow scripts. And the persona that you model, you've been known to contradict meaning that you rap it, but don't live it for shit. But see, I rap it just to do it so that I can exist inside a world that was made for me. When you label me just a lame and alone up you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is Chicago hip-hop artist Fury. Let's talk about the track The Pain. In this song, you were talking about how that Jimmy Eat World song makes you realize folks are going, going through it, right? This song makes me think when you were writing this, you were going through it. Absolutely. You talk about women in this world and how difficult it is and how the pain is free and it's coming, ain't no point in running. Right. That almost sounds like you're giving in to the fact that something's going to come and there ain't nothing you could do about it. Absolutely. And that's that's the whole thing. I feel like we waste so much energy fighting and running from things and it's always going to catch you and the growth comes from letting it hit you. 
letting it knock you down. You have to go through it. You have to acknowledge it. I feel like a lot of reason people drink or do drugs is because they don't want to acknowledge that pain. And, and pain definitely doesn't like being ignored. It'll fester, it'll grow, and it'll consume you. And that's what the song was about. And especially um, being a woman in this world, not just in rap, but in this world period. And we're seeing a lot of it come out with, you know, the sexual harassment. And, and it's just now become a whole movement. But it's been going on forever in a day. Um and it is hard. And you hear about, you know, things, especially, you know, women wanting to do music, but men not wanting to help them, not wanting to invest in them unless they're getting something sexual in return. And that's horrible. I got friends, you know, who've been, you know, with big, big names, big stars, and they get approached um, the same exact way. And, you know, they don't want to do it. You know, they've walked away from big money, big deals. And um, it's unfair, but it's just like we're getting in a position now where we don't have to do that. You got women who are starting record labels. You have women who are starting production companies and agencies to where we don't have to, you know, go to men for right. that. And we don't have to, you know, sacrifice that integrity just to get, you know, where we want to go. Absolutely, Fury, thank you very much for making time for us. Thank you. It's about what you could sell out in the streets. See the gimme since what's getting all these asses in the seats. But forgive me, I can't do it for the stadiums. You see, I do it for my lady friend. Hip hop, cause to me she's worth saving, man. Just to think the days when she made me grin, even when my days were grim. That's why I vowed that I will never take a break again. Till we as women take our place within a nation that we aided and created. Not trying to take from men, we just want our own identity. Not about the gleam, but having all that's worth remembering. Being